0: Welcome to Oracle Audit Season. This time each year, we see a marked spike in the number of audits requested and undertaken by Oracle and 2020 is no different. While this May is by no means a typical month for many of the enterprises and public sector organizations running Oracle, it's clearly very much business as usual for the Vendors Compliance Department, which marches on regardless of COVID-19. Why May Matters for Oracle? This annual peak in audit activity coincides with Oracle's financial year end, which is 31st May. Every year we see a flurry of activity during the run up to this date, as the vendor embarks on a last minute mission to bolster its balance sheet with additional license revenues, back maintenance charges, and penalties. Of course, there's no reason they can't take place at any other time of the year, but May is clearly ringed on Oracle's calendar as the time to double down on audits. While there has been no let up this year, it is worth noting that any request for a delay, because the organization is going through rapid transformation or because they are short of resources due to absent or furloughed staff, will most probably be granted. However, in the longer term we expect that COVID, and the ensuing economic downturn, to cause an increase in ordered activity, not just from Oracle but from all vendors. This was certainly the case during previous recessions, as publishers sought to maximize revenue in a shrinking market. Oracle's modus operandi Oracle has a reputation for being tougher than most when it comes to its audit strategy. This isn't because it's inherently more aggressive than its peers, it's simply a reflection of its overall business model, which it built on trust and software that doesn't require license keys. Compared to other publishers, Oracle is relatively relaxed about software deployments, trusting its customers to buy and renew the appropriate number and types of licenses, in line with its license compliance policy. It's more active when it comes to auditing simply because it uses them as a mechanism to ensure organizations are using what they say they're using and paying appropriately. This trust model can be a major challenge for Oracle users. The vendors licenses and support packages are so complex and broad in range that even the most diligent of organizations are likely to have some degree of non-compliance. It's not easy to decipher what licenses and support they have let alone what they need. Areas of Focus If you are facing an Oracle audit, it's worth bearing in mind that the vendor's approach varies considerably according to the software category. In particular, we've noticed that the company's Fusion middleware platform has become a focal point for license audits. With this software product category, Oracle's measurement collection tool and specialized scripts have been enhanced on a yearly basis, raising new risks, particularly around Oracle coherence outside of Web Logic Suite, Service Bus, SOA Suite, and WebCenter software products. Cloud credits are also a major complication. Oracle sometimes offers these a part of the commercial negotiations following failed audits. Companies are being issued licenses for cloud-based applications that they may not want or use. How to mitigate the risk of audit? Audits consume a considerable amount of resource and time impacting C-level executives as well as IT and procurement teams. Yet they also happen on a regular and predictable basis, so organizations do have the opportunity to get on the front foot, developing formalized, repeatable audit plans that place them in a better position to both manage audits and handle the subsequent commercial negotiations. Brought to you by Audio Harvest.